show us your tips for Pro Group Racing. Dag and Beaver with you to look towards uh, two very, very juicy-looking cards at both Caulfield and Rose Hill. Uh, in We're heading into the third year of the show this week, Beaver, believe it or not. So, wow. Um, yeah, there two, you go, eh? Two years down. Um, I think we're... I think by and large we're in front, aren't we? So take that. Oh, mate. You couldn't be too upset if you watch the show and follow the tips, I would have thought, mate. Um, kicking a few goals along the way, uh, that's for sure. Yeah, it's been a, been a good ride. But um, in those two years so far, I can't remember two thicker cards that it's been just about impossible to get through this uh, outside of Melbourne Cup week, I reckon. So both cards are... Yeah, I think, I think that's right. I think they're both tricky cards, lots of chances um, in a lot of races. But I think that in a few races... Um, there's some really nice horses that, that look very hard to beat and then in, in, in the others, um, probably really wide. So yeah. um, there's some nuggets of gold in there, I think, and then some wide ones, which you can probably back a few in the race and uh, still come out in front. I think we're uh, I think we're going to – yeah, say, that's my strategy throughout the day. I'll try and outline two or maybe three horses in some races I'll be looking to, to play, especially at some of the prices on offer as well. So it's exciting. It's, uh, it's exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing it and – It'll set up at least the Melbourne Spring very well. Some of these three odd races, some of these three odd races, we haven't even seen them race on dry tracks yet. Uh, so it's exciting to, to yeah, learn. Yeah, that a bit makes more it well. hard too. Um, but you know, looks like it might be a little bit wet down in Corfu. Mm. Yeah, so it is. We'll start there, where um, the Memzi Stakes is the feature. The worst of the rain has passed apparently, so it's in the soft range. It may well get almost back to to that five range as well. But uh, I'm thinking. Just, uh, just the worst side of that. Uh, Rail and the True should play pretty well, though. I don't think there's too many demons in that track. We kick off, though, with uh, a 2,000-metre benchmark 78 race, uh, which is a dandy to start off. Uh, and probably the first time I've used that word dandy on this show, so there you go. But um, how are you going to start the day? Yeah, this was certainly probably one of the, those hard races that we talked about first up here. Um, really wide market here, couple couple under double figure odds. I settled on Storm King, mm-hmm. um, just purely out of fitness and can and, and race consistency. Um, in decent enough fields, uh, let up last started a Tuca, um, and killed him. wasn't um, wasn't really tested there, um, and dropped three kilos on that run. And then prior to that, uh, was pretty good at Mini Valley and Caulfield. Jumps and runs, sits out in front, and might just be too good for these while leading and um, hard to chase. Thought the main danger was Hernandi. Um, it was pretty good at Sandown last start as well. Just keep um, chugging to the line and uh, was pretty down. But uh, that means that the extra 400 metres here up to the 2,000 probably suits, and I think it's the main danger. I went, yeah, I, I sort of took the same tactics and went right away from the the Flemington race, the fifth position race, uh, which led me with the two out of that race just mentioned, Hanardi, who uh, won well um, last time uh, with a gap back to, to the place getters there. And the horse that beat it a month ago, uh, Shakespeare, and it's dub, which is currently double figures. I know it's a month between runs, but I don't have that sort of concern with Patrick Payne. Uh, uh, he seems to know what he's doing with these stayers, so... And you're getting um, nearly 20 bucks when I did the form, I think it was. So I refresh my screen. So happy to play both of them. And uh, the only horse I would did go looking for out of that fifth position race was Protection Money, 
who gets uh, Preble now after having Alana Kelly for a couple of runs. And now third up might be ready to improve here. I thought it was, was not a bad run out of that race. But a, a wide field, a wide field to start the first. Race two is a benchmark 90 over the 1,400 metres. Surlamer stays in Sydney. Uh, what have you done here? Yeah, um, good race here, wide market. I've gone for Mega Mia. Um, I like the, the runs in this preparation. Uh, I think this is this field kind of sets up quite nice for a horse like it. Um, races just off the pace. Um, it finished uh, pretty close up last start in a race that was a blanket finish with some really decent horses at Caulfield. Um, so I thought that was a pretty good run that sets up well for this. Um, it's drawn well enough, and uh, I think, yeah, it can run really, really well at $6. I am. Um, I've forgiven Lady of Honour. I thought it just got into a weird sort of chasing position last time. Didn't uh, extend right out. Uh, I think getting control here helps, or at least getting to sit um, right next to Starlight Scope, who could control the pace, uh, and was also stuck back to the inside on what ended up being, a, I think, a swooper's day there at Caulfield last time, so... Give you another chance from Starlight Scope, who will um, give you a nice side at the price up on pace. And I agree, Mega Me is a great chance in this race. Um, I couldn't understand the opening price, actually. When I first picked it up, I thought it would be close to favourite. So um, in terms of prices, maybe it's the obvious here. Race three is the 1,400 metre benchmark 78. Another very deep field where I've uh, I've gone looking for a couple here. Um I'm actually going to suggest that... Well, the, the decision we had to make with Home Rule being scratched, I've just noticed, it was one of my bets. Do you think the Jimmy the Bear form's better than this this field um, coming through here? And if that's the case, doesn't it make Cardinal Gem the horse to go looking for? Um, yeah, 100%. If I'm taking that line, it's not a horse I've always found, but um, I just had that opinion. Uh, and at the each-way price, I'm happy to, to play with that. Uh, I think you're probably getting a price because of the gate, but it is a... It's going to be back and swooping anyway. Uh, from, uh, I thought El Rocco was the main danger. Uh, interested to see if it stays here or goes to Sydney. I thought that was a good run last time. Beat all bar the, the leader. And um, we'll run well again here. What have you made of this? Yeah, funny that. Uh, I come down with the last, same two horses, um, probably in the same order. I thought Cardinal Jam was, you know, a real tough chance to in this. Uh, the only reason you're getting that price, I think, is because of the 16 gate. Mm. So um, any scratchings will help and bring it in a couple. But if you can get Posse up, okay, probably hopefully it gets into the running line, maybe three wide, but running line with some cover, um, that'll help. And this is probably um, not as good of... As you say, not as good a field for, as, as the Jimmy the Bear form line, so I think it's going to be hard to beat. I think El Rocco probably does stay here um, on a track that has the sting out of the ground and it's going extremely well, and I think it's the main danger with that barrier draw. Yeah, beautiful. Uh, race four is another 1,400 metres. Uh, what have we got here? I think this is a benchmark 100. Uh, open handicap, I should say. Very, a very tricky race here. Um, so I'm going to play the two Moroni horses. I thought Buffalo River was great in the in the Lawrence Stakes a couple of weeks back, leading up the Group One there. Just nabbed late by Mr. Brightside. The cut out of the track suits it uh, a bit better here, and may well get close to control without a heap of other pace here. 
And I thought Banker's Choice, um, first up, second prep in Australia, um, was a great run in the Doncaster last start. And then did chase Forbidden Love before that and was pretty good as well. Uh, back here, as I said, it's now had the prep in Australia, trialled up well. And if we're swooping, I think it's in the game as well. Uh, I'm sure you're going to just talk about Gentleman Roy, who's a live chance. And I wish I win comes here with the Imperatrice form from New Zealand. Um, and it's trialled really well. But... Um, you're going to have a crack at the two Moroni runners, I'm feeling here. Beaver, what are you doing? Yeah, I know it down to two. I just, Buffalo River, I'm just not, I'm not so sure about. Um, Does need a win. It's been a while, it's been a while since the win. It just, yeah, it just can't get me at the moment. have to do something, um, which I think it does probably go forward. And Gentleman Roy, I'm just surprised at the price. So I think it's a really good price. Um, it's got the inside gates. It's going to push forward. As long as it's 1,400, it's got enough fitness for that first up. I mean, you go back to this horse's form last preparation. It killed Bermudez, ran a really good second behind Yonce, uh, beat two for Lou, um, one easy at Mooney Valley, beating Agnelli. Like, it's, it was in some quality races, beating some really, really good horses. Um, it's almost bomb-proof. Um, so I did. I did land on it on top. I just stacked the price at the four dollars fifty to five dollar mark. I think that's outstanding uh, price with the gate draw. Um, and I've still got to watch on Nicolini Vito. Um, I was disappointed with his run last start, uh, but it may have been a, a, a victim of second up syndrome. Uh, I'm hoping it can turn around and run a much better race here, but back off the the first up form. So um, it's my watch. Beautiful. Uh, first of the three-year-old features, the uh, McNeil Stakes over the 1,200 metres, a group three. This is an absolute cracker. This is a, a great race. Uh, I'm not quite sure how to di necessarily dice it up. Uh, my take on it, first of all, is I still feel... I thought after Cabin would be looking closer to going up in distance and coming back, which was a concern, but maybe this is a, a reset into the, the Caulfield Guineas. Um but definitely here to be to run well. But I think, um, look, stablemate Dormier is going to run really well at a price. I think Jackano's a, a very good horse. And I think um, even, uh, where was my other one here? A horse like Lincoln Square um, was a nice debut. So that, there's plenty in this race. But um, I'm going to go with the two blue colours um, and just watch the prices on the other. May have as well throw Jackano in as well. I think it's a... A very nice horse who raced. We've had a lot of luck there before coming to Sydney. Um, what have you made of this? Um, mate, look, it's hard to go past um, Aft Cabin. Um, it's like, it was midweek, it's last win, but it, it jumped, it sat three wide and it had cover at least. Um, but you kind of went, oh, midfield wide, young horse, not so sure here in the running. And then just around the bend, it just exploded. Mm. Um, been a while since I saw a horse explode like that, a young horse. It was um, very impressive. Um, gate three here, Carabord. I think it probably just gets into the running line where it wants to here. And if it's, um, if the pace is on, which I expect to be enough pace here, um, it looks like it's got a, a, a finish on it uh, that could be an impressive horse. So if there's general improvement there, hardest to beat. I thought the other two that I would uh, spec is Zambagini. I thought his first two wins have been good in small fields. Did beat Star Odds on against Fahita San, who 
was disappointing last start, but still they expect to have some ability and beat Laz Cars by six lengths. So I think he could have a little bit of ability. And I thought the first up on a squad um, resuming was good. Um, okay. Around the $25 mark, I think it might have a little bit of ability and uh, could be a horse to follow out of this. So um, I'm expecting that's uh, not out of the question. Lovely. The uh, McCafe Stakes, those 1,100 metres, Group 3, is up next. Uh, here's another another cracker, Beaver. Who have you got on top here? Yeah, really good race here. A couple of beauties resuming here. Um, probably... Probably only the four chances really um, in the market uh, in the boat Star Patrol generation and Ridicare Man. I don't see too many um, outside of that. They really have to jump out of the ground um, and find some of the best form to beat those. I've set it on Star Patrol. Um, in the boat is a horse I really do like, but I just think Star Patrol's racing in slightly better company. Um, it is drawn a little bit wider, which... Um, I'm We've drawn next to each other. So. Yeah, so I think it can get the tag across uh, from in the boat and either sit outside it or just behind it. Um, and I just think it might have a little bit of the class edge. So Star Patrol on top for me. Yeah, I, I struggled to split them. Um, I'm sort of thinking along your lines that maybe it tags across and just can bully him first up into having enough pressure on in the boat for Star Patrol to end up in front. Um, and maybe the sleeper his generation who... Uh, we mentioned last week in the in the three-year race has been saved for this and has the the camp on him with the inside gate there might have final crack but um, I, I think it's the three um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go Star Patrol from Generation uh, and just depending how the prices and the market end up will probably depend how I play that race um, but looking forward to it that sets up well for some of this you know races like the the Moyer and the other spring sprints there. The Cockrum is a 1,200 metres, Group 3 for the girls. Up next, uh, the resumption of Passive Aggressive, which is at least there's a sort of a horse here I can jump into uh, and stamp on the card. This is a nice horse. It did towel up Star Patrol last time. He was also a nice horse, and I think it's going to run well here. But uh, at the price, you can almost save on Chain of Lightning at the 750 or back at a place because I think it's the main danger, and we don't know the upside. But... Uh, yeah, star, uh, passive aggressive on top, and looking forward to seeing what it's got under the bonnet in a second prep, Beaver. Yeah, I have the same take as you on this. Um, really keen to see this uh, horse go around again. Looks to be uh, uh, the progressive type, and really hard to beat here. So you're right, the chain of lightning. Um, you could just see it go around again, around the bend. Gate 12 probably just makes it that. Little bit harder for it, and that's probably why you can get 750. But it'll be interesting to see what they do whether they do try and burn across here and take up the pace like they did first up or sit off the pace, um, which they could do down the Flemington Strait. I'm thinking they're probably going to try and burn across. Um, yeah, not a heap, lead. but not a heap of speed underneath them. No, and I think that from 12, they just can't risk sitting, sitting wide. Yeah, um, so. Yeah, if Chain of Lightning does burn across um, and passive-aggressive does get held up at any stage, um, Chain of Lightning's going to give it something to catch. Uh, the feature on the card is the Group uh, Group 1, uh, Memsey Stakes, over the 1,400 metres. Uh, a very thick field to kick off uh, the Melbourne Group 1 racing here. Uh, have you been able to single any of them out? Yeah, cracking race here. Um, this is 
uh, yeah, a super hard race, uh, given a lot of these horses are resuming, um, and particularly, I think they're all resuming, aren't they, except one, yep. um, one or two down in the market. So hard to get a guide on where they are um, in their preparation, but you'd think given this is the group on Menzi, uh, most of these would be ready to go. Um, 1,400 metres. I settled on two. Um, I'm Thunderstruck. Um, just a horse I, I like that backing. Um, really like the horse. I think if it's uh, got, if there's enough pace on here, which I think there is, uh, if, you, if you go forward, um, I think it can, it's probably got one of the most devastating finishes here. And therefore I've got it on top, uh, Main Danger Western Empire. Um, the Western Australian um, that is over here, uh, 1,400 first up. It's probably going to be a horse that's looking for further, but it might be just watching up here to run an almighty race, and I think um, this will be set up for something to come over the top of them. So that's why I've got on Thunderstruck and Western Empire on top. Beautiful. Yeah, I um, this is a ripper. I've I've ended up putting Snapdancer on top. I thought the, the last run in the um, Tiara where it sat, wide outside lead there and uh, just held on was only grabbed late by Star Tontes. It was a fantastic run. Uh, short gap between runs. Some of these offer a longer spell. It's just had the freshen up since the winter carnival. Comes here, should get uh, an on-pace position and will run well. Uh, Western Empire, you mentioned, I think is here to run very well and is a nice horse. And um, look, interested to see how Tafane's come back off the... Uh, that second to Cascadian was fantastic as well in the Sydney Carnival. Um, now in the Yulong Colours. And interesting to see how the um, the now four-year-old Elation stacks up. Uh, but uh, chances don't end there. Going to have a crack at Snapdancer at the each-way price. But um, I may well end up backing three horses here. Neither of us have mentioned um, Alligator Blood. You just got a horse for you? Um, I was just... I was just a bit worried about um, the inside gate and yep. where it would get into in the run. Um, obviously, last prep was outstanding. There's just been so much controversy around this horse. Um, yeah, just yeah, I'm not quite sure where it'll get to in the run and if it'll get the right run here, um, given some of the the other horses, and they just might get the jump on it as they go past and it's looking for a run. I had the same take, uh, gate one um, straight away, and you know, I don't know, it's. I just still feel like it's not quite a horse. So, um, but gate one, I penned it straight away. I agree with you on that. Race nine. Yeah, I'm interested to, before you move on, I was just in, I'm interested to see what they do with the Fane, uh first up this time in. Will they take it to the front? I, I think so. I think they try and push forward. Well, well I think Snapdancer leads, and that was <clears throat> what led me that way. And then I think it does line up where um, a horse like uh, Tefane pushes forward and... If Alligator Blood wants to, she, uh, Oliver can take it 40 because I don't see a lot of pace underneath it. Um, I, I don't know if it's gone that well when it's led, but um, mm. I think I think Snapdancer and Tefani almost get control uh, with Lightsaber just on its back. But, um, which, yeah, is why I mentioned them, I suppose. Um, if that is the case and Alligator does, doesn't roll forward, I can see it. Three the fence in, in, in a lot of traffic without that pace on. You right to move on? Good. Let's do it. <laughs> the the uh, Heatherly is the uh, listed 1,700 metre race to wrap up the card where um, I'm sticking with Jimmy the Bear. 
It was almost his best win last time. You're getting a better price here, and you're taking on a field of stayers resuming or um, or what I perceive to be winter horses. Um, so I'm happy to stick. I think it's still a nice price currently, and um, you probably get an each-way price tomorrow. And I'm sticking solid. He's been good to me, so no reason to jump off yet, Beaver. Yeah, I'm super keen on Jimmy the Bear. I think it sets up perfectly again. Most consistent um, horse in over the, this, this period and probably the, the standout of the, the last couple of months, this horse uh, just continues to go from strength to strength. Uh, Paddy Payne's got it going good. I think the gate 11 suits because I think here, um, no effort goes forward. Jimmy the Bear comes across, sits outside the lead or just behind the lead. Um and just like I did last start, uh, it's just too strong. Uh, I don't see uh, many dangers, to be honest. I think some of these are, you know, as you say, stay as resuming or horses just not going that well. Um, so I think it's, it sets up nice here. I'd have to see Delph again before I get caught by a pass. Uh, no effort. No effort will go hard, but Jimmy the Bear will be too strong for it. Um, of course, like Luna Flair was okay first up. It could run well, but I just don't. Um, I just I like, like Jimmy the Bear. Yep. Not much more to add. Uh, your let's have a quaddy. Good luck with this one. Uh, it's all good, mate. Um, Beaver's on top of the top of the ball here, mate. So let's kick it off. Uh, first leg, we're going to go number three generation. Number four in the boat, number 10, Star Patrol. I think the winner will come from that. Um, we'll get pretty skinny in the next one. Race in the second leg, number seven, Passive Aggressive, number 11, Chain of Lightning. Uh, they're the only two I can see winning that. Then we'll go a little bit wider. Um, I'm going number one, I'm Thunderstruck, number two, Cascadian, number five, Western Emperor, number two. 12 to Fano and number 14 Snap Dancer. And in the last, uh, we're going to go uh, number two Delve, number seven Luna Fair, number nine Jimmy the Bear, number 10 Desert Icon, and number 16 He's Our Bonneville. Lovely. Uh, for progroupracing.com.au, your best end value from Caulfield. Yeah, my value bet comes up in race nine. Might be a favourite, but I think it's great value. is number nine, Jimmy the Bear. Um, I think at the moment, $5. Um, I think that's really good value, and that's why I've got it's my value bets. And my best bet of the day comes up in race five, number 12, after Cavan. Beautiful. I'm going to make Jimmy my best. I think it's um, going to be very hard to beat. I'm going to make my value a couple at the price, snap dancer, will run well in the Memsey, and uh, Shakespeare's going to run well in the first um, at the nearly 20 to 1, I think. Uh, as we head to Rose Hill, where the rail goes back to the tree, someone, as whoever's been butchering a pig in the background there, Finnish Beaver? What's going on? Uh, yeah, the missus is chopping and doing all sorts of stuff there, mate. Moving a body or something. Yeah, that's right. Uh, possibly, mate, not that because it'd be mine. So yeah, no, makes sense. All right, I'm glad you're still. <laughs> so it could just be a loaf of mince and a hat. Uh, anyway, yes. um, we're gonna. It's a bit quieter now. It's good. Soft six, rail true. Uh, running line, Rose Hill. Little bit of drizzle around apparently tomorrow, but it's a nice day so far today in in Sydney. Uh, we kick off with the highway uh, over the fourteen hundred meters. Anything here for us? 
Look, I wasn't keen on too much here. Pretty wide affair. I did. I did like. Um, I thought Dream Game uh, was the hardest to beat. Um, it's one its last two. Third up here. Uh, pretty impressive at Canberra last start. Um, it was a really nice win. Uh, I think it's a progressive type and can win better races than this. So I had to get on top. Thought the price was pretty good. Beauty. Uh, the second is a fifteen hundred metre benchmark seventy eight, uh, and I'll let you talk about Frumos. Oh. What, what is there to say here, mate? Um, I, think, I think even money's unbelievable. Uh, if you saw last start, um, forget about it. Uh, one of the worst rides um, of all time. Um, yeah, I don't think they'll make the same mistake here from gate seven. Uh, won't be running at the back of them up the fence here. Uh, just the best horse and will be winning. And uh, $2 is... Good value. Yeah, not much to add here. I could almost see um, Bowman going forward here, just after last week's effort, just go right in the front and not giving a chance. But uh, it'll win. Race three is a 2,000-metre benchmark 78, which is uh, perhaps the least exciting race on the card. Um, I'm left with two and not really comfortable with the second choice. So maybe it's left with one. I've got Borna King on top, um, claim for Dylan Gibbons, but it's... A winner, and the rest of these aren't. Is the simple um, the simple take on this? It'll get a nice run. Uh, won well last time here in the in same grade, uh, and ran well behind Lyrical Lad, who would be in this market as well. And I found Ilafare the main danger, and that left me very uncomfortable. So maybe there's only one chance, uh, but I do think Ilafare is ready now, and J Mac has stuck. Um, whatever that means. Who have you found here? Exactly the same uh, summation I had as yourself. Um, didn't kind of went looking in this race for something, and then just kept coming back to Borna King, uh, just purely out of consistency. The claim um, was a good run in front at Flamengo last start, and before that one, well, it's um, uh, here at Rose Hill, so it's hard to go past that form. Uh, this isn't a strong affair. Um, and I thought that made it just like sort of stand out to me. And I had Ilafare on top, of, uh, running second here. I thought it's still building into its preparation. I think out to the 2000 now might suit. And as you said, with Jay Mack aboard, um, I, I am a little bit scared of it, to be honest, but um, definitely those two on top, top one, two. Race three is a benchmark, seven, uh, race four, in fact, is a 1,300-metre benchmark 72. Uh Big field, thick field, there's three I'm going to play at the current prices. Um, Diamond Diesel, lightly raced, six-year-old, both wins in Australia have been very impressive to the eye, albeit in lower stuff. Um, inside gates are concerned, so I need something good from Dylan Gibbons there, but um, I think he's progressive. Uh, air-to-air, amazing win last time, uh, back to provincial grade, missed the start three lengths on one by two. Uh, now gets Nash and hopefully can be close enough here where Nash can just let her come down the outside. And um, the third one was uh, I See Things, who's double figures. Uh, forgive the last run, trial since, and uh, which was good beating Emily in that trial. Before that one, well, first up. And again, as I said, double figures. So around all those prices, I'll look to build a, a bit of a book around that, Beaver. You got any thoughts here? Yeah, I thought, thought um, Edouard was pretty impressive last start. Doesn't win often, but maybe, 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 maybe that win is a breakthrough win. Uh, it's only won the two from 25. Um, and gate 16 is, is 
a little bit of concern, but it'll go back. So as long as they can finish off at Rose Hill, it can be uh, hard to beat. So got hit on top, main danger. I thought I'd spec mid top. Um, if it's a leader's truck here, comes back 100 metres, uh, will jump and run from bet 13, so probably takes up the speed here. And uh, if it gets a soft enough run up, can plot along and um, be hard to catch. So that was sort of the two I was playing based on truck and a uh, bit of speculation. Lovely. Uh, benchmark 100 over the 1,400 metres is race five. Uh, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah, tricky affair, this one. Three really in the market and then uh, the rest at double-figure odds. I went, I couldn't split uh, Blazer Trail and Old Flame. Um, I went I went for those two um, and I probably had Blazer Trail just on top, uh, purely out of race fitness. Um, he's coming up from Melbourne, but those runs have been good. Last start, I won the Mildura at Mildura. I think it might have been the Mildura Cup or um, yeah. certainly an open grade race. And it beats my Birmingham boy who come out after that and won the in a trot. Um, so I think it sets up really nice for it and had good form um, in OK races at Caulfield prior to that um, and has won at Rose Hill um, back last preparation. So I thought uh, I had it on top and old flame resuming. Um, got a little bit of ability this horse. Um, so I think it can run really, really well first up as well. I am going to put on top a horse that hasn't won for 1,230 days. Angel of Truth has spent, I think, its last 20 starts in Group 1 company. It um, was a length of a very elegant last first up last prep, has trialled well for this, and is 16 bucks. Um, so I'm at that price, more than happy to find out, and I'm pretty keen it's going to run well here. Sets up to get a great run, uh, because a lot of these feel like they haven't won for 1,200 days either. Uh, Blazer Trail at least has, you mentioned it, and Grace and Harmony I thought was a promising return um, after the not doing a lot in autumn was a pretty good return there and beat P- Pizarro, who um, Pizarro did last week, um, will run well. But uh, at that price, I think Angel Truth is a great bet. I've been wrong before, though. Race six. Yeah, well, it'll, it'll, have to do, it'll have to do something different to what it has been doing. So. Yeah, that is true. But um, um, I don't, probably go with the, the, the more likely outcome. Um, but I'll leave that to you, Daggy. You thank are you. the master of getting some, some of these wide, weird tips up. But uh, Let's find out. Give it strength. Uh, 1,100 metres, benchmark 78. This is another great bet. Fire win. Uh, I'm not even going to talk about anything else in this race. It, uh, it was just nab late last time. Don't know if it completely travelled up the straight all that well either, but... Um, Chain of Lightning is going to give uh, Passive Aggressive a good race, and it's going to come here and run around in a midweek race. Even money is a good price. Um, don't think just bet on this one. Yeah, tend to agree. Back around the bend, I think, really um, helps this horse. Uh, not sure straight track. Uh, it, was, it was pretty much left the sitting shot there last start, mm-hmm. and I think it uh, goes better here. Uh, yeah, it is a midweek race on a Saturday, so way too good. Race 7 kicks off the quaddy, a 1,500-metre benchmark, 78. What have you done here? It's hard, hard to get a line-up here, but uh, I'm going to stick with Kalina. Um, just loved the win last start, loved the ride. Um, gate 5 here, I think it gets something similar. Uh, hopefully this time it doesn't need to sit outside the lead and can probably just sit one out, one back. Uh, but we know that it has to... Um, 
it can and, and still probably for me looks the best horse in this race. Waterford's a little bit unknown for me. It is, um, you know, it's a, an overseas horse, has had the one start here um, at Warwick Farm and won a maiden. Um, so this is this is a little bit different to that. Um, trialed okay, but uh, for me, Colino just um, race hard, fitness going well, J-Mac aboard. That's a good pointer to me on the Waller horse and a better price. So I've hit on top. And I thought the main danger was um, Arnaqua. Um, I've always thought this horse had a little bit of ability um, and it was nice to see it win well first up. Um, and I didn't catch it and I had backed it in previous preparations. So uh, I think it can run well here with the claim and uh, I would be specking it as well. I am. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to spec a couple here. Uh, AC Express. Broke through last start off a nice resumption. Rolls forward in this one. I think the 1600 will suit. And the 1500 will suit, I should say. And uh, Tim Clark on award house leader at Neat Trade Price. Happy to be with. Yukon, uh, same deal. We'll roll forward and uh, is 20s and did win well in that position last start. And I think Grace's Styler is, uh, is again, a nice price. Uh, the swooper here and... I almost have a feeling it might be as good a horse as Kalino. So at the price as I was with it, uh, Kalino obviously will go into Quaddy as will a couple of others. I didn't quite know what to do with Waterford. Um, so given the price, I just left it alone and thought I would um, play wider. I was the same. Yeah. Yeah, I was the same. I think I, I, I do like um, you, you grab it, uh, a grace. Um, I think it can run well second up. Um, yeah, it was good first up running. It does yeah. have a bit of potential. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and Kalino has been up for a while, and um, all the rest of it. But um, we'll move on. Race eight is the thirteen hundred meter Group Three for the three-year-olds. The up and coming, um, another ripping race, another race. I, you know, struggled to really know what to do with because some of these we haven't even seen on a dry track yet till tomorrow. Uh, and I think there's talented horses here. I'm, the three I was sort of looking at again at off a price sort of standpoint with Charlton, who's trialed well. Uh, resumes uh, and resumes here off the wet prep last time. Uh, back row, I should have won last start. Gets Jay Collett now and um, will run well again. And uh, even a horse like oh, well, Kibu um, will roll forward and be tough to beat as well. Um, but like horse, a, a horse like Basquate is here to run well. Ringmasters, I think, has got talent. You could list them all off. This is a, a very good race. So for me... Um, at the current price, as I said, it would be a small uh, sort of betting around Kibu and then uh, Charlatan and Baccaroa beyond that. But um, what have you done? Yeah, mate, I think you, you, you've summed this up very nicely. This is a really tough affair given uh, lightly raised horses, um, a lot of them resuming and a lot of them, you know, really hard guy to get a line on their form, um, which is a bit all over the shop. Uh, Conqueror, look, I, I still I do have it on top. I think it was a good run last start. It was probably a bit short last start um, in the market and didn't have a lot of luck in the run. And I finished off nicely. I did like Anaqua's run last start, so I'll be keen to see how it runs in the race before. I think that will give you a reasonable guide as to to Conqueror's last start run. So I think that's that's worth watching. Uh, Basquate I did I think was was a main danger. Um, I think it's packed with plenty of potential. Um, it's very consistent and all its, its four runs have been really, really good um, and does have the McDonald-Waller combination. So certainly wouldn't I won't be letting it get under my guard. And you're right, I thought two horses 
uh, a double figure odds were also good chances in back roller. You did call it out. I thought it it was outstanding. And Hell I Am's going really well. Yep. Um, and I think it sets up to, to run really well. So wide, wide affair. I think Conqueror, Anaqua will give us a good guide on Conqueror, but uh, certainly uh, Basquate and um, Hell I Am would be the other two that I'll probably uh, want to get under my guard if they win. The uh, San Domenico Stakes is the feature, Group 3, again for the uh, the three-year-olds over the 1,100 metres. And again, this is a cracker, but I, I'm going to stick with the mark here, Best of Bordeaux. Uh, has only been beaten by Fireburn, and that was uh, in the slipper. The rest of his runs were good. The trial's fantastic coming here. J-Mac and Control are all ticks, but um, there's, there's more chances than that. Um, Prometo will run well. Uh, Nash going on off a nice trial. And even Ebhar, uh, don't think he got around Caulfield all that well. The trial before was fantastic. Um, ran off the track there, but it's 23 bucks, and um, back to Sydney might well improve. And some of the, and like you'd know Natuno well, it's a good horse as well. But um, I'm going to go with the favourite from Ebhar and Prometo. What have you done? Yeah, look, it's hard to get past uh, best of order. Um based off its form and, uh, as you said, only being beaten by five. Uh, 240, getting down to, um, you won't want any shorter than that, but uh, J-Max aboard, it does look like a, a real, real, real good uh, youngster and um, keen to watch it return to racing here. Um, and I know I'm still spitting chips about Spacewalk uh, that had the race turn up last start and, and ducked out, and whether that was under pressure or just... Uh, Lack of race experience, I think it will be better for that and can run well again. Yeah, lovely. Great race. Race 10 is a 1,200-metre 88. Um, you sticking with Shades of Road in the last? Yeah, 100%. Um, it's just a quality horse. Um, we'll jump and run here, and uh, it's going to be super hard to beat. Uh, some good horses here, but um, hasn't raced against... Um, some horses best of horse this it. quality. Yeah, best race it's been in, in fairness. This is the best race it's been in. Um, but Mautai um, beat Leo last start, but Leo um, was very disappointing um, last mm. start. So uh, slight question mark there. Uh, Easy single um, is a good horse, um, and it won well last start. But, you know, the, it wasn't the best company. And... Um, Conscript won well as well, but uh, this is another really good race. But I think Shades of Rose is um, able to go forward and either take up the lead or sit behind it, and it's just yeah, just keeps going from strength to strength. Any horse I want to talk about that um, you haven't mentioned is Darjran. Um, ridden out in a couple of trials for this, uh, did win well fresh last prep, uh, admittedly at midweek grades, uh, and then was okay um, heading to the Doncaster and some wetter tracks. Might be a dry tracker. It's fifteen bucks. I think it, I'll be throwing it in the quaddy. Um, but yeah, Shades of Road, the obvious, and you've mentioned the other ones there. Uh, the Rose Hill Quaddy. Uh, let's see what we've got here. I'm going to go with uh, one Carlapore, seven Yukon, eight Kalino, nine AC Express, twelve Gracie Styler, eleven Waterford, into two Basquate, three Charlatan. Six back rower, eight kibu, and eleven conqueror. One at best of Bordeaux, and twelve Ebhar. We'll skinny up that leg. Throw Prometo in if you've uh, 
if you so choose. And one Dajran, four Conscript, and eight Shades of Rose to bring us home. Uh, for progroupracing.com.au, I'm going to make my best, uh, well, Fire's going to win. I think Fire's the best of the day at Rose Hill. Uh, and my value, as I've said, will go with Angel of Truth, but keen to play uh, multiple horses in a lot of these races. I think uh, it's another good betting card. Beaver, what have you done? Yeah, um, I think you're right. I'm, I'm just going for it in my uh, best of the day. I'm going race two, number two, Furumos, all up on to race six, number five, Fire, and I'm going to finish the day with uh, race 10 at number eight, Shades of Rose. So I'm just going to play those all up. Like um, I think all three will be winning, and I'm uh, going to have a crack at it. And my value bet of the day comes up in – Race for the midway, I'm going to have number 18 air-to-air, around the $6. Very nice. I like it. Um, anything up north? Yeah, I did have a, did have a few up north um, after I did the form up there. Um, uh, good track, uh, which is nice. I'm going to back race one, number 11, Sweet Marco May, resuming. I think it can run really well. Um, I had, what else did I have? I think race five, number one, Spiritualized. I think it will be winning a uh, bit of value. Race six, number one, indiscreetly around the $6 mark. Oh. And then we will finish off race eight, number 12, It's Me, resuming. I think it can bounce back and run well up in Brizzy. Nice. Uh, yeah, off the, I guess, the prep last time to get it back into back into work. Nice find there, Beaver. Good punny tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Should be a, a cracking day. Uh, Good punning, everyone. Take care, guys. And we'll be back for our midweek preview and have a quick look back on all the happenings and maybe a horse or two to follow. Of course, check out progetracing.com.au for their free tips, extensive guides, and uh, much, much more. Sign up for the mailing list. Subscribe to us on YouTube and Spotify. And we will talk very soon. Catch ya.